0: He had a marlin scream up on a skirt just outside of the western entrance of Western Port.
1: Hello everyone, welcome to The Deep Drop. Luke McCredden is my name and Adam Ring is with me. As always, Adam, what is the deep drop? Can, can you give us any insight into what the hell the deep drop is all about? Because there's probably someone here who hasn't heard it before. And let's, let's pre-warn them.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, I probably can't really give you an insight into what the deep drop is, which kind of gives you an insight into what the deep drop is. <laughs> yes. we, we have all these weird little things that pop into our mind about fishing. And we try and answer some of the dumb ridiculous, sometimes relevant, sometimes sounds a little bit smart. We All those little questions, we yeah. try and answer them. And if we can't answer them, we at least try and give you enough information that you can come up with an answer and then tell us what we were trying to say.
1: Wow. I mean, if, if there's ever been an explanation for what the deep drop is, that <laughs> that is it. But you might sort if- of go, what do, you, what do you mean come up with weird questions and try and put answers to them? Here, here's one from a past show, way back in the day. What qualifies as a fish landed? You know, I'm sure other people have had that thought at him, you know, like, yep. you know, so it's not it's not that out there, but it's not something that's spoken about a hell of a lot. We've spoken about why people south of New South Wales don't use baitcasters,
0: <laughs> you know. That sort of <laughs> that's right. But anyway, right.
1: so there's all sorts of weird and wonderful um, questions that get brought up. But the, the key here is that you and I have been in the fishing game, the industry, tackle industry, retail industry, for, for a fairly long time collectively. Um, but th- at the same time, we're also very comfortable with the fact that we don't know it all. And, and that's what
0: fishing is so wonderful for. No one knows it all. Exactly. And it's actually... Quite surprising at times how much we don't know, considering how much time we've spent in the industry, and not afraid to admit it. So lo- if we're learning. wrong, if we're wrong, call us out. If we don't know, let us know. And if we're right, pat us on the back. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Brilliant! You're on fire. You're on tonight, ads. You are
0: on. Yes.
1: Oh, uh, we've got a. Uh, it's yeah, we've got a good show coming up. I've got uh, I've got a couple of things I want to throw at you, ads, but um, I might leave them till a bit later because it's. As always, it's just sometimes you don't know where it's going to go. So let's just, yeah. you know, let's just see where it goes.
0: <laughs> well, well, I'll kick it off because I've spent a fair bit of time on the road lately, just you do, driving you have. all over. You really? Yeah, have. driving all over. Yeah, driving over the state, just visiting tackle stores, and it doesn't sound like work. And it's probably not hard work, but I love it, and it gives. <laughs> but it gives me a lot of time to think. Mm, that's and that's dangerous. <laughs> Yeah, I know. It's not good. And But I was actually reflecting on a little bit of stuff that you and I have discussed, both on the podcast and off air. Mm. And somehow I landed on weird captures. So we've spoken about things like, could there be a time sooner rather than later that we start catching yellowfin in Bass Strait? Yep. So that, that's that been something that we spoke with Alma Glashin about. Um, we've spoken about a few other little bits and pieces where... Could, could we see this? I mean, we even had a ridiculous conversation about what species we would introduce into oh, our own waters, yeah. which we would never, ever do. Yeah. But it's a nice thought process. And oh, I yeah. thought, what are some of the weird fish that have actually been caught? Whether we've seen them in photos or whether they've just been really solid rumours. And you're like, oh, really? Yeah. And it's actually unbelievable, Luke, the list that I come up with.
1: All right. Well, I mean... That's, I'll that's confirmed. Go, g- g- kick it off. I mean, I've got a couple well, that I've just thought of off the top, but, but kick it off.
0: Well, I'll start with a, with an oldie but a goodie, but the barramundi in the Yarra River. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, there's theories around that, yeah. you know, like they're bought out of the Chinese restaurants, released, <laughs> someone's called them, that that whatever. Not... But that, that has happened. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That, that has happened. Do you remember the juvenile... I don't know if it was a Queensland groper or some sort of tropical cod species that was caught under the Patterson River Bridge.
1: Oh, no. I was going to say I remember something like that being caught in the, up the inlet in at Marimbula, which is a bit further yeah, up. So- it's still rare. But, yeah. yeah, wow.
0: So, there, yep, there was... So, and I've 100% seen the photo of it. Um, there is a photo of it in in one of the tackle shops around. I remember I was working in the shop when I first saw it. 100% confirmed. No idea how it got there, but but really interesting.
1: Yeah, that's cool. Obviously, wow.
0: obviously yeah. the, the yellow fin we've spoken about. Yeah. There's been... You can go back and find really old newspaper clippings of Marlin caught in Port Phillip Bay. Oh, no those- shit. Yeah, so general, generally, pro fishermen have encountered them over the years, whether they're catching bait with nets or whether they've been, you know, long lining or hand lining yellowtail kingfish. Yeah. I, I do remember speaking to a customer at the shop, and this, this is within the last, oh, it'd have to be six, eight years, but something in that sort of time frame that it was when there was bluefin out the front of. Westernport. Yep. And this angler swore black and blue. And I must admit, I, I believed him. He's not one that I would call a shit talker. He had a Marlin scream up on a skirt just outside of the western entrance of Western port. So that that's another another one. Could have happened, I'm not hundred percent sure, but a weird one. Yeah. Few years ago there was video of small bluefin swimming around in Uringa Harbour. Do yes, you remember that? I
1: saw, I remember seeing that, yeah. Were they yeah, small? So that- I think that were a decent size bluefin, weren't they?
0: Well, yeah, they were probably bigger than the ones who were actually being caught on yeah. rod and reel at the time. But mm. they were in Euringa Harbour, so that yeah. was that was really interesting. I've been speaking to Brett Geddes recently, and he's catching estuary perch in deep open water. Okay. So, so not in an estuary. Right. So. We, we know with perch that they will go and spawn down the front of these estuary systems, but I've never actually heard of them being caught consistently in... How, how deep? Oh, we're talking like... Oh, he was talking in feet. So, like 14 feet. What's that? Seven metres, roughly? Oh, uh, it's about... Six, seven metres? Yeah, five or six metres, probably. Yeah. Something like that. So, you know... But, but more more importantly, it's in open water, which, which like water you'd expect to be catching flathead yep. and pinkies and whiting and stuff. So, that, yeah. that's been, I won't say unusual, but something you don't hear a lot of. Mm. But my all-time favorite. Yeah. My all-time favorite. Because it happened a couple of years in a row of a cobia caught in Westonport. Wow yeah, I do, yeah it rings a bell now you say it's a though. very long time ago this is in my my earliest earliest days at the tackle shop so yeah. this is this is you know 16 17 years ago mm. but but there was that. I never saw a photo of it I cannot say it was confirmed but a lot of talk at the time about a Cobia court in western port and thing- I thought what other weird weird, out-of-the-blue, random stuff that if you told people with no proof, they'd look at you and go, you're high. Yeah. I, what co- else has happened? Kobe, right Kobe are a funny
1: one. I've actually heard of them hit uh, way up um, systems, uh, and I spent a bit of time back in the day on the mid-north coast of New South Wales and on the in the Hastings River, which is a river that comes uh, through Port Macquarie. Um, a Kobe was caught up to the... Brackish water, like like it was almost fresh, and now clearly something's gone wrong. Like as in, it's not well, or it's you know whatever's happened. But that yeah, was obviously yeah. a weird one. Funnily enough, and speaking of that, mid North Coast, only just the other day, uh, Fishing World put up a post, or no, sorry, it might have been in the latest mag or online of a bone fish caught at Coffs Harbour. Oh wow! And and there's a young bloke, and I can I, I've screenshotted it. So funnily enough, it was just on my phone. A young so there's fella. a photo and everything. Yeah, 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 and I'll, I'll post it on our um on, on Yeah, do that. But there's a young fella who caught. Oh, stop it! Who was spinning? Just I'm assuming just fishing the flat spot. Look at the photo, but um, six pound gear an atomic uh, three inch jerk minnow. Like, yeah, obviously I would lose just... my shit if that happened. And to it's me. a it's a solid bonefish too. Like yeah. I mean, it's yeah. So that's pretty wild. Um, and it, that got me thinking about the stocking thing that we were talking about with the species. Yeah, yes. Um, but do you remember? And we've obviously had Dave standing on the show recently. Do you remember him, him and Winger getting that? Was it? Is it an opa or
0: that? Oh the, yes, the big bright that, red. Yeah, that was off lakes, wasn't it? Yeah, off lakes. And, and I'll then, believe- what are those? And Winger also got. Oh, uh, was it on a, a different trip? That weird di- scaled tuna, tuna thing.
1: A diamond tuna or a di- or a, no? Yeah, well, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Now let's find out about what that was because it's that was a weird, weird... thing.
0: cuz I have seen a couple of them caught at Portland over the years. What's that? those well. tu- those weird things? Those weird tuna things. tuna things.
1: And I do yeah. I reckon there's been a couple of those I I think I'm saying it right is it opa? Opa, opa yeah. Opa, yeah. Yeah. Um yeah. I feel like there's been a couple of them caught or well, one maybe since but yeah that I mean that's pretty out there. That's That's awesome. I mean I mean it's kind of in its where it lived. like it's not as if it yeah. was it showed up in the Patterson River, but it's still it's a very rare. It's a capture. weird capture, yeah. yeah,
0: weird capture. Well, speaking of Patterson River, there was it makes sense, but I'm going to call it a weird capture. But there was a couple of trout caught in the Patterson River. Yeah. So when we had those floods last year, they've clearly come from over yeah. in the uh, the water sports center, and that's sort of they've come cruising over there. Am I, right,
1: rock bar am I right in saying there was some trout or a trout or a long time ago caught in Western Port too, like down fairly well into the system as well at some point that had obviously been yeah. flushed in and, and come in from uh, – that might be completely wrong, but I do certainly remember the story. Um, and that's the beauty of it. Some of these are probably hard to ever prove, but I also – I love the – fantasy of it a lot of the but you time could,
0: you could see how especially with yeah. the trout there's so many ways but, of but it's also and there it's, are sea run trout like guess yeah.
1: it is a thing and and it's like you were saying with the marlin you know um whoever it was you were speaking to had marlin come and slashy you sk- i i totally believe that i mean it's it's only a matter of time before a marlin's caught or several marlin are caught in bass Strait. it's it's not that far-fetched having said that it's rare as shit. Like it's not something that you'd expect to hear.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, that's right. And yeah. it just goes to show, and it proves that global warming is a beautiful thing, um, especially <laughs> oh, for Jesus fishing. Jesus Christ! I'm not going there. <laughs> I don't want to get into that war. Fuck. <laughs> Jesus. All I'm saying is times are changing, Luke. Uh, what I love, that's all about, I'm
1: what I love about this topic is that it's something that we can lean on. You people out there listening to share, share, share some stories with us. What have you caught that is just weird, unexpected. Yeah. I suppose is probably yeah. The right that's right.
0: Word. Yeah, unexpected. It doesn't have to be some foreign species no. like a Queensland groper in Paterson Lakes. Like you just could, something uh, you could weird argue that, that you something weird you didn't expect to catch out there. You
1: could argue that the I won't say I won't even say semi-regular, but the the captures of mahi mahi in, out of Portland and yeah, the, Portland. Areas, yeah, that's so right. I find that is really unusual, just given that yep you typically associate those fish with warm weather now. Portland, fucking hell! It's basically got ice The arsehole, it? Of the earth, yeah, exactly. it's fucking freezing. <laughs> so I, I want to, I want, you, I want to hear from people on. They can either get involved on Spotify now. On the actual app ads, you can actually answer some questions or place some votes on polls. So on that, I'm going to ask, what's the most unusual catch you've ever had? Fuck, is that even the right word? <laughs> what's the most unusual? Well, catch? will roll with you've it. Had? <laughs> Uh, and you can get involved that way, or the other way—the most common way, I suppose—that people reach out ads is uh, Instagram. Now, the deep drop on Instagram is where you can you could find the tile that we're asking that question and comment, or you can just shoot us a message. Whatever just you feel comfortable message. with. Yep. Uh, pics yep. would be great.
0: Oh yeah. The old pics oh, to prove yeah.
1: it type scenario, but 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 certainly don't let that stop you if you don't have pics. Give us the story. I mean.
0: No, because I legit have proof for nothing that I, yep. I. I can yeah can send you somewhere to see the groper in Pado. One one of
1: my two. I'll give you two quick examples of unusual captures for me, and they're not so much. It's not the species that's unusual; it's the it's the way it was caught. One of them was um, there was some salmon busting up just at a local beach, so I just thought I'd pop down there and spin metal lures. So obviously, cast, hit the water, fast retrieve, and got a really nice calamari, literally on the oh, nice, yeah, like properly aided off the surface, high speed <laughs> retrieve. That's awesome. Not, not even kidding. Like, <laughs> Um, and another one was years ago fishing a beach at Eden uh, actually just south of Eden at a place called Woboyne and caught a decent-sized bronze whaler shark um, not targeting it but well, you know there's lots of species in that area when I got it to the beach and went down there it wasn't it hadn't even eaten the pilchard on the ganged hooks the pilchard was still there it was pinned through the lip with a surf popper yeah nice like those surf poppers you could crush with your fingers. Like this, yeah. <laughs> s- somehow this thing stuck and it was just pinned through the lip. Like uh, the unluckiest shark in the history of the world, I reckon. But yeah. I mean, we didn't. He swam off. We we certainly didn't uh, keep him out of the water or on the beach. here. we got that out and away he went. But yeah, just just some of those little weird ones. But yeah, I mean, I'm all for the weird species as well. If you've got some of them, oh, yeah, it's the best. No. Yeah, yeah, it's the best. But, so um, there, there is
0: some weird stuff that's happened oh. and will continue to happen, and I want to hear about it because I think it's fascinating, some of yeah. the stuff that's going on out there. Um,
1: all right. I, I just want to throw something at you um, because – and this might be a bit of a strange one that you sort of think, oh, no, nah, there is a bit of example of it. But we're in an era, Adam, in the tackle industry where you would say that there's always every year a bit of a biffo about you copied – not saying you. I mean someone copied something – um. Oh, that was an original from that person, and you're doing a version of that. And I was thinking about like, and it happens, like it's going to happen because ultimately, like yeah, it's you right. know, and it's not no one's trying to do anything nasty. It's just the way it is. I was thinking the other day about some of the absolute stalwart lures of the last thirty years, like almost, you know, I don't know what the and and there's a couple that come to mind that it almost seems like no one's tried or bothered to sort of do a replica because and, and I feel like it's almost like because we can't compete. And I think about something and you might go, oh no, there's versions of that, but, but they haven't taken off. I think about something like a gold bomber up in the Northern Territory. It's the yeah. only one that is just the go to. And now I know there are versions of those, you know, bibbed minnow you style thing, but for some yeah. reason that almost just stands on its own and he's just an undefeated champion of the world. <laughs> yeah. Undefeated it's an champion interesting of the one. Northern Territory.
0: Yeah, that's an interesting one because you're right. There's a million and one gold, 100 to 110 mil yeah. shallow diving slash baits that you can chuck for Barra. But it's not a gold bomber. No. Everyone insane. knows exactly what a gold bomber is. Everyone knows what a gold bomber is. And it can't be
1: questioned. You know, it just stands on its own two feet in that store. And it knows that you, whoever's interested in Barramundi fishing, whether they're locals from the, the territory or. The, or they're visiting from who knows where. That's the lure that just gets picked up first. There's no alternative.
0: That's interesting.
1: Now, now, when I say there's no alternative, there's a billion lures that work yeah, really well on yeah, Barramundi.
0: But, but but that's the one. Yeah. That's the one.
1: Don't you find that interesting?
0: There's only one other one I can think of mm. immediately. I've got,
1: that I've got one, but you, I want to see if it's what you're thinking. Ben Minow. Nah, there's versions. There of. is
0: there is other ben, <laughs> there is other bent minnows on the market, or but that OSP bent minnow. Yeah, Re, that that was the I think that revolutionised lures that you look at and go that'll never work. Oh, it, cha- it changed the way
1: people think about when they see a lure for, sh- for sure, yeah. for sure. But see, my argument with that is without, and this is on the basis of no um, research is that i i think the versions of that have come out since have had an impact on sales of that ooh you reckon yeah ooh interesting or or the alternative is it hasn't had an impact but it's opened up new customers to that style of lure that, Do you, do you that's know what i'm saying more, because i, I that's I, more to the point yeah. i think I, I think that's more to the point because i think more people now own that style of lure um,
0: especially because the versions that come out after it have been at a completely different price point yes yeah. and, and I just and I just want to throw it out there straight away do you think making a version of Allure more affordable can it be classes ripping it off
1: so yeah, I'm very conscious of the ripping off sort of language because I do think there's an element of there are some styles that uh, you sort of think well it's clearly based on something else Yeah, but to your point and it's a great point is if it was to hit the market at the same price point you're talking to the same customer then you're causing a bit of competition there. But when you're talking about a completely different customer, because that's what we're talking about, different price point, different customer, then, yeah, I, yep. I think it's, yeah, it's not, it's a, it's a, it's a trick. And I didn't want to get into this debate necessarily. No, no and,
0: but, no, and it's, no, it's, no, it's something else we will tackle at a different yeah. time because it's an oh. interesting conversation. But what what getting back to the point, what's the other one you have? I'm interested now.
1: Well, the one that stands alone, and, and I don't know whether it's a, Patent thing or not, but he's the Tassie Devil. Tassie Devil, yep.
0: Well, what, there, and na- there, no, nah, there are, there are, and I didn't know this. Hundred oh. percent, I did not know until I started doing this regional run of Victoria for work. There are other Tassies out there.
1: There are, there are. This is great. I mean, it's it's great. It's this is what I'm all about learning. This is fantastic. Yep. So so yep.
0: there are because there was the old lofty's cobra okay i think it was called i'm not 100 percent sure though i'm not very familiar with them and there is one that is very modern it's still out there now and the color schemes on them are wacky as hell they look unreal okay but, but it's, it's a but it's a tassie devil so it's the
1: winged sort of yep class- exactly yeah. the same yep, okay exactly that's same. interesting oh, um, and i'm and i'm i'm guessing you haven't Picked them up and had a bit of a go with them. No, or? I've
0: no, I've never, I've never used them. I've never. Oh, it's only been even recent for me that I knew they even existed.
1: Yeah. Cool. Okay. Well, that sort of puts me in my place a bit. But it, it, do you know what I'm? You know no, no, I'm but, sort of what I'm getting at there? But, yeah.
0: But if you said to someone, if you walk down to the street and said to a random person, "Hey, in the fishing game, what's a Tassie devil?" Mm. If they've ever fished anything to do with freshwater for, they could probably tell you. Yeah. But ask them what a cobra is or a lofty's cobra or whatever, they're like, no, i never heard of it. Yeah. You know, it's funny how something can completely dominate a style of lure yeah. even if things have come after it.
1: Yeah. Because, you know, in, in the same sort of conversation, and this isn't, yeah, this is just purely observation. You know, you think about a native fishery and you think about stump jumpers, which are obviously the, the go-to and everyone's familiar with, but there, there are plenty of versions of, if, if yeah. that makes sense. yeah. 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 Um, you know,
0: and even- well, I guess they're more like iconic, yeah, iconic brands that just for that that brief period of, you know, that brief per- brief period of time, they just hit. It's like the old Esky type conversation, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a fa- it's a fascinating
1: one, but they're the other two that came to mind, a Gold Bomber and a, and a Tassie Devil. I thought, geez, that. They- they're kind of untouched as far as com- competition In goes. In the grand scheme it? of things, yes, 100%. Yeah.
0: There are some other versions out there, but they haven't really moved the needle yeah. as far as what the original one was.
1: What I mean, I'd love to put another question out and I'm sure we'll have even more by the end of the show, but what's a lure that you think of? Um, and let us know, shoot us a message or comment on a tile. If it, it, What's the lure that you can think of that is a, it's a unique, iconic... Un unrivalled lure in the market.
0: Yeah, well, but, in yeah. in the plastics game, do you think a Mister Twister qualifies? A you know a grub body with a double tail. No one's ever seemed to have. There's been different versions of it. Yeah, the the only but, thing. But was, maybe that was so popular because there just wasn't the choice. It was, oh, it was so un-
1: and it was so new and unique. Uh, and yeah. yeah, it was kind of the only thing. Because <laughs> because yeah. the thing with that is that it's it's redundant now. Yeah i would, uh, uh, prove me wrong. If you're still using Mr. Twisters, let me know. But... Oh, they pro-
0: they probably still would catch fish, yeah. but
1: oh no, no, I've got no doubt about that. I'm, I guess I'm thinking from a when someone walks into a store or someone's going fishing and reach into their tackle box, what are they grabbing first? Or what, what's yeah. the one thing that can't be replaced? Or
0: yeah, um... that's yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, that's that's true because like, you're not gonna re- you're not gonna. I feel as though you're not gonna replace a gold bomber, or you're not gonna replace a Tassie Devil, no. a pink Tassie.
1: There was a time where I would have said an eighty mil squidgy wriggler and bloodworm stood yep. head and shoulders above everything yeah, else.
0: That, yep, that's that's very true. That had the, its, but that was more of a time thing. There's been yep, there's but that bloodworm color. Yep. That, that's I think that's one. Or I still think it, when when anyone says bloodworm, I know every plastic on the market's got a bloodworm. Yeah, but I straight away think squidgy rigler.
1: Mm. Do you think Bushy should bring
0: back his stiffy? Well, the remember the popper <laughs> that that white ghost white popper turned popper fishing for whiting on its head.
1: Yeah, true. And the and the black vibe was it the black
0: vibe or pur- was it purple or black purple. stiffy vibe? Purple. Well, there was there was a purple back with like a. Black tiger stripe, but yeah. there was a solid black one with the pink tail. Yeah, I think one colour was Phantom, and the yes, other one Phantom. was
1: Phantom was the one that had purple on it. Yeah, oof,
0: stiffy. I can't remember what the one was called. Bring it back,
1: Bushy. Make it come back. Yeah, do it, Bushy. I'm getting him get on, on the show. You know, I'm you know the challenge is still out there. I'm getting. I need to get him on the show. <laughs> It'll happen. It'll happen some way or another. You know, I was thinking about things when I just said before, like a uh, Mr Twister. You know. It specifically, is probably a bit redundant now with so many options of grubs and yep. stuff on the market. Do you know? And I and I want to know from everyone out there listening to because this is this could be a purely just me thing. When it comes to redundancies in fishing, do you think a Bimini twist has become redundant? Yep. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, yep. It's one of those hundred Does any? Do you? Have, when was the last time you tied a Bimini twist? I haven't
0: tied a Bimini twist since an FG not become popular.
1: There you go, and that's what the next thing I was going to ask is: Why do you think that has gone away? And I think it's because PR knots and FG knots have
0: killed it. PR knots, yeah, PR knots, FG knots, and to a lesser extent, hollow core braids, made just tying unnecessary unnecessary doubles in for braid just irrelevant.
1: Yeah, I'm glad you. I'm glad you're kind of on the same page here because I did think for a moment, maybe it's just me because I've always fucking hated a Bimini twist. I've never been able yeah. to do a really good one and I didn't put enough time in because I cracked the shits every time I tried one. But what about those weirdos that were biminiing in mono?
0: Yeah, That's just not... No, nah. it's not. Nah.
1: What do you mean? What are they doing? What are you doing?
0: Oh, I, I know <laughs> one guy specifically <laughs> who would <laughs> who would do it and it just screamed of just burning mono. Yeah. Why? What was the reasoning for doing that? Yeah. And do you think there's guys up north like Barra Fishos yeah. that still run wind-ons for Barra? Oh. You know, remember he used to be able to buy 60 and 80-pound wind-ons and they were shorter for the guys trolling for Barra yeah. and stuff? Yeah. We're done with that, aren't we? Surely we're done with that.
1: Yeah. Surely we're done with that. And again, I'll just flat out putting it out there. Are you still using a Bimini twist? What for and Why? And don't get me—I'm not saying it's wrong. Like God, it's it yeah, was yeah. a very—it was a very important part of the whole braid piece for so Ooh. long.
0: I remember many, many years ago when I went up to Weeper, we weren't using wind-ons, but we were still tying bimini's in the braid just to tie the leader on.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: That—that's not happening anymore, surely. No. Because no. you're just either FGing or, you know, I yeah. think it's kind of proven that you don't need that transition of. 50 pound to just doubling over to 100 pound to yeah too hard
1: yeah and the you know the other thing is now with the i suppose with the ease of being able to learn knots or learn different because it's all about we're in the we live in a world of whatever's easiest as long as it works whatever's easiest i'm doing no one's got time anymore for anything so yeah. an, F, an an FG knot now while it's not a two second knot it's certainly not it's certainly not hard to yeah, do. yeah it's not
0: t- yeah, it's not tying a double and then working out how to tie the leader to the double
1: yeah and sticking your t- foot in it and trying to wrap it around like yeah fuck, just
0: yeah <laughs> Come on, I never thought, that's a great, that's a bloody great observation I cannot remember the yeah. last time I tied a double in braid
1: no and I'm sure it's happening and that's fine I'm oh, sure it would be. Um, yeah. But I'd love to. And know to those,
0: there's... I say, learn how to tie an FJ. <laughs> to
1: those, modernise yourselves. No, um, <laughs> not at all, because it's it's obviously
0: like I said, it was it was it was crucial for so many. It was the norm. Of, well, it, it was it the was, norm. That's just yeah. what you did. You put a double anything that had any sort of, you know, heavy tackle. Yep. You know, a fish that could either do you on a snag in seconds or. You know, just pull like a freight train. You put a double in your line. That's what yeah. you did. Do you, fuck the amount of doubles that I
1: tied, like plats and and oh. all sorts of stuff for the game fishermen that would come into our, the shop that we we're working in. Ads. If I had a dollar for every plat that oh, I tied, Jesus, I'd be doing all right. I was actually thinking about it the other day, and I was I used to pride myself on a, a really neat setup. You know, when it came to doing all that, and I'm. I haven't done it for years. I've had no real need to do it for, for years now. So I'm actually going to challenge myself and uh, and and rig one up and have a look at how it goes. It could be there's, terrible.
0: There's a few things that are going to happen. No, I reckon you'll be able to tie a plat. No worries at all. And it'll be beautiful. But I guarantee yeah. you, your fingers are going to cramp. The line's going to yeah. cut your skin where the folds in your fingers are. It's just going to eat them straight away. Yeah. And then you're going to get nervous because you start to feel it dig in and you start to sweat and then you slip and (laughs) trying to... You'll do it, you'll do it, but it won't be a pleasant experience.
1: (laughs) I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it for old time's sake and just see how bad or good it is. I think the first one could be average, but I I just remember you know, someone walking in with four or five game outfits going, can you... Can you tie plats and doubles and wind-ons and And, like... and when, you
0: saw, when you saw them walk in, you just Oof. picked up the closest phone, just pretended you were busy. <laughs> and then it rings, like while you're on Yeah, there, fuck,
1: shit. But I got a kick you... out of it though. I really enjoyed it because I, I got to the point where I was really quite fast and really good at doing them without sounding like a wanker. And I remember that a lot of the time the guys that would stand there and that often hang around and chat and you'd just be talking, would be like, Fuck, that's good.
0: Yeah, and then some fucking smart ass would walk past and just flick the Tiago TLD into free spool and <laughs> fuck it right up.
1: That was more often than not,
0: us. Or <laughs> <laughs> or just cut one arms to the double. Yeah.
1: Or oh, did you need that? Sorry.
0: <laughs> yeah. I thought it was a tag. And would would you half itch or plat back in? Half itch. Yeah, half itch.
1: But I did I did go through a phase Oh no, I reckon. No, maybe I always half hitched. Yeah, do I always half hitched. I just found it, it up. Yeah, we we had a great crew that were really good at that stuff. So I learnt from from you oh, guys I, and.
0: Oh, same couple of the um, couple of the uh, more experienced game fishers, Gary Clark back in the day, Scotty Harps. He was a yeah. he was a plat back in type of guy, and they both tried to teach me numerous times. I couldn't get it. I just no. couldn't work out where to put me hands and finish it off, and it just wasn't it wasn't neat. When right. I Scott- finished it off,
1: Scotty Harp's taught me how to plat and do all that, um, and that was good. And it, the beauty was, we had we literally had a station just to practice that if it was quiet in the, in the yeah. shop or whatever. And yeah. you have to, you sort of have to become good at that stuff, I suppose, don't you? That was part of it. But um, yeah,
0: but we also worked with a lot of guys that just dodged learning how to do it. You had yeah. to want to learn it because it wasn't. True. It's easy in theory, but keeping tensions and concentration, yeah. and even understanding what the knot was supposed to do. As yeah. soon as you sort of wrap your head around that, they become easier to tie because you it's understood true. that the tension was crucial.
1: I, I, it's funny. It's one of those ones, and even just as recreational anglers, it's something that you just sometimes need to put time in and, and want to do. And I remember as a kid, um, my dad sort of going, it's time you start learning your yeah. own knot sort of thing. And, and yeah, the more the more you do it, I think it, it 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 enhances your fishing experience because you're like all right I've just busted it off or I need to retie this or I need to quickly do like the ability yeah. to do it means you you're back in the water you're back in the action straight away so
0: And what what was your rhythm with tying the plat? did you could you tie it straight off the line spooler like spool the reel leave it on and then you'd plat just just using the one on one tension from the spool on the reel into your hands or did you have to no. run it through a rod and use I, the rod
1: I used the rod Same. Yeah. Now, when I say a Hatsu, I'm not sure how often I did it just with the reel, but I think it was always easier for me just running it through the rod. Yeah, Yeah, because I could use the rod
0: to keep the backbone. But again, watching Scotty Harp smash a plat out straight off the reel, Mm. he would still be able to keep the tension that tight that he'd (laughs) let go at the end after finishing it, and and the plat would pig's tail. Like it was that tight. Dude, how do you hold on to
1: it? that, That was always a bit of a sign of. Uh, how tight you've done it is if the if the plat then sort of curls back up a bit. Yeah, it's like, yeah, because
0: yeah, because well, you aim yeah, you aim's <laughs> just for a nice little moon shape by the end. Because yes. you get it, you'd get a few in, and especially when you first started, you would just get this limp dick. Knot at the end of it; you could almost <laughs> you could almost poke your finger through the holes in the plat. It was that loose, but then you get it yeah. going, and then you think you are doing all right, and then Scotty Harsh just goes boom, boom, boom and it's just about nodding on itself. You going, <laughs> yeah, God, damn,
1: yeah, yeah. It was. Um- it's a it's an art. I wonder how many. Be honest, how many, <laughs> how many, how many knots, bimini twists, plats, knots in general. Early days when you were first in the in the game, that would you have tied that could have resulted? I in don't wanna fish. <laughs> I don't want to know. I don't want to
0: know. I don't want to know. These
1: poor suckers have come in. <laughs> I cool. don't.
0: Well, actually, you know what? I'll... <laughs> Without sounding. <laughs> They put way too Without much sounding trust. like a dick, no, no, no. I I really gave a shit about the game knots because I didn't want to be that guy. Yeah, so when, and I, and game so Fishman when I was will come back, yeah. And fucking so when there. I, so when I was being, so when I was being taught, I made sure I had a fair idea before I started tying for customers. But in the in those experimental times when you're trying to work out what not even say I wanted to tie for a standard say braid to carbon leader. Mm. Oh, I reckon I can almost guarantee I'll probably send a few out there that have come undone. Because <laughs> if they've come undone on me, they have sure as shit come undone on other people. Or have you spooled their braid up really loosely? <laughs> no, <laughs> no I've never, I don't think I've ever done that. Not, not, not on <laughs> purpose. Not on purpose, but I'm sure there's been...
1: The odd kid that's spooled up a a reel full of braid that's just been loose, and the first fish they catch and all just bites. Oh,
0: we've had to. You and I have both had to try and get the braid off reels where that's happened.
1: Yeah, or or tying the braid directly to the the fucking.
0: And (laughs) And it's just (laughs) spinning. Oh man, good times. I've seen left-handed, late left-handed bait casters gets spooled up on a spooling machine. And for those that don't know, you have to flick the machine into into reverse to spool the lefty, which is no dramas. The issue is when that person forgets to put it back the right way and you step up to the plate with a right-handed baitcaster, step on the foot pedal, and it just twists the handle off the reel. I've seen... I've never done it. I've seen it. It just snaps it off. Yep, and it's the funniest thing ever. And, Unless it's a, and you know the guy so. that's done it too, you may have even worked with him. Just saying, and then that's happened to him. Oh, or, you
1: mean since you mean worked with him since, since the, the tackle shop? Yep. Oh, so he's done that it. That narrows it. And, down.
0: Yeah, that's right. And then all the ones that bring in a plastic spool and they want you to spool oh. it with braid, and you and think you and you think everything's thing. gone according to plan until you take the pressure off the spool and it just goes, poof. <laughs> and it, you just think ah. Oh. Fuck! And they're standing there watching, yeah. and you're like, "What am I going to do with this?" And then you get the real nasty reels where that would happen with mono, and it had just oh, dis- yeah. and you you looking and and he's like, "What do I do here?"
1: The question is, why, have you? Why have you got this fucking spool?
0: Well, what, yeah, <laughs> what,
1: what really are running? Uh, yeah. There, look, there's a, there's a lot of elements to the fishing experience. You just hope that your knots are good. Hope that whoever's tying them is doing a good job. But I think the lesson in all this is learn, to learn your to own. Do it all yourself. 100%. 100%. <laughs> which, is, which, is a shit, which is a shit call in a lot of ways because obviously we were in that space for a long time, Ads. And I like to think that some of our knots and rigs resulted in great days fishing. And I'm oh, sure they did. Majority
0: but, um, of them probably would. But, you know, shit
1: happens. It's, <laughs> it's always one. <laughs> um, no, that's good. Well, look, we're going to float it out there and say we've got a bit to ask tonight. So jump on Instagram. That's the that's the best place to sort of get involved and give us your thoughts on all the stuff we've gone through tonight. So let's recap. Ads, obviously, unusual captures. Yep.
0: Yeah. Send in your unusual captures. Doesn't necessarily need to be a ridiculous one. Like some of the examples we gave, cobia in Western Port. We've had marlin in Port Phillip Bay. It doesn't have to be that outrageous, but it, what yep. what you would class as an unusual capture yeah. send those in I think they're always interesting to look at
1: yeah and like I said it might be something like you're targeting Murray Cod and you catch a flathead Or, or no, cut ca- no, ca- that's stupid your, but, you your
0: example of casting casting at salmon off the beach and catching a calamari didn't foul hook it it ate the slug that's yeah. full, cool as hell full speed
1: retrieve an inch under the surface yeah it was weird yeah anyway um What are your thoughts on those lures that stand out above the rest that just can't be touched? So, give us some examples.
0: Gold bomber.
1: Yeah, we sort of reference Tassie Devils and Gold Bombers. They're sort of in their own league, but I'm sure there's more, and I'd love to. We'd love to hear. Um, The other one, obviously, adds is is anyone still using a Bimini twist? Let us know. Yeah, sure. Well, I reckon there won't be. I reckon there would be people still using it, and tell us why. If there's a reason that you uh, you prefer to use, you maybe you. You may be well versed in knot tying, but you're like, no, nah, no, nah, this is what I need to use, and absolutely credit to you. But let us know why. Yeah, love to hear it. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, there's plenty there, ads. Um, thank you, my friend. It's always an absolute treat to talk about fishing in any way, shape, or form on the deep drop with you. And uh, yeah, get out there. It's gonna be. A, it's gonna be some nice weather on the in the not too distant future yep. so let's get out there and get amongst Springs
0: it. Spring's here, it's warm snapper on the doorstep. Luke I know you'll be frothing on banging a few calamari and some whiting on soft plastics <sighs> which yes. I'm 100% going to be tagging along for that because that let's sounds really cool.
1: Let's do it, let's do it see ya